0: If you want to approach your birth feeling cool, calm, and confident, then you are in the right place. Welcome to Hypno I'm your host Claire, a doula and hypnobirthing teacher from Edinburgh, and I'm here to help you look forward to birth. So let's get going. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode two of the Hypno What podcast. Last week's heatwave is long gone. I'm recording this from my little office, which is actually our porch and is nicknamed the cold room. I am under a blanket and I've actually got the dog snuggled up to me as well. He's been an excellent furry hot water bottle, but it just seems so impossible that seven days ago it was 32 degrees. Anyway... Today, we are going to be exploring the concept of the fear-tension-pain cycle, and that's going to lead us nicely into diving a bit deeper into the mind-body connection. And I think it's this aspect of hypnobirthing that people tend to be a bit sceptical of, or maybe just a bit confused by. So what I'm going to do today is take you through a bit of the science behind these ideas and just try to make them feel a little bit more relevant to you. So let's start by thinking about fear. Now fear is one of the biggest contributing factors to our bodies entering a state of fight or flight. Fight or flight is a stress response that is activated by your autonomic nervous system and what that means is that it's an instinctive response. It's something that our brain communicates with our bodies without requiring any conscious or rational thought. When your brain feels that your safety is threatened, it triggers this stress response to try and protect you. And if you're interested in learning a bit more about the nervous system and the different activations that it has, then look out for episode four. That's where I'm going to be exploring exactly that, looking at the impact that your nervous system has on labour and birth, as well as how you can support yourself when you inevitably find yourself in a state of activation. I have to say, this is actually the one area of hypnobirthing as well that will no doubt be carried with you beyond pregnancy and birth. You'll just notice it crop up in parenthood, your work life, relationships, basically every other aspect of your life. It's just so applicable to everyone and everything and I really think that understanding how your nervous system works can really help you just be a bit kinder to yourself and also help you to support yourself better as well and um, so that knowledge is going to be really really useful for you so let's move on to talking about what we're here today to talk about and that's the fear tension pain cycle and this is something that you'll definitely have heard of before though maybe not in those exact words fear tension pain cycle when you're told to relax it won't hurt as much if you just relax for injections, piercings, smear tests, that's in relation to this concept. So the idea is that when we're expecting pain, we tense and as a result of that tension, any discomfort that we feel is then magnified. I thought I'd take you through a little demo that I do with clients in my classes. So if you're able to use your hands, take your right hand, spread your fingers out and then Tense the muscles in those fingers and then maintaining that muscle tension try to move your fingers. It's really not very comfortable is it? Now shake that hand out and take your left hand and spread those fingers and just let them feel nice and relaxed and soft and then try to move them in the same way that you just did with your right hand and it's much easier right? Feels like a normal, comfortable way to just move your body. And that's because the lack of tension in the muscles makes the movement far easier and far more comfortable. So the muscles can just function as they're meant to. And this concept was first applied to birth in the 1920s by a guy called Dr. Grantley Dick Reed. And I'm going to just refer to him as GDR because it's less of a mouthful for me. But he was an obstetrician and a real pioneer and advocate for birth physiology, and we're probably all familiar with the idea of Lamaze classes, or at least I am. After watching Ross attend them with Carol and Susan and friends, well, it's so Lamaze classes are a way of preparing for birth using breath work and relaxation, and. A lot of the Lamaze method is based on GDR's work. And Grantly Dick Reed, there, I managed to say it. Uh, he believed that fear of childbirth led to extreme tension in the body as labor began, and that that impacted on the physiology of birth, making it more painful. So I'm just going to explore that with you now. So let's think about the most important muscle in the body for birthing babies. And that's the uterus. Your uterus is an amazing, powerful network of muscles, but they just won't be able to work as well as they could if they're tensed before they even get started. And that can be what fear does. When we approach birth with fear, believing that it's going to be a terrible ordeal, we can often make it so feeling apprehensive about when it will start, afraid of contractions, what they're going to feel like, frightened about the increase in intensity, then questioning yourself whether or not you'll be able to cope. What, what can then happen is that when you feel that first contraction coming and contractions come in waves, they, they roll in, they rise to a peak and then they fall away to nothing and your body gets a rest, a period of recovery before the next one rolls in. But what fear can do is as soon as you feel that contraction coming, that fear can trigger your body to just brace against it, tensing all your muscles, which can exaggerate or even increase the intensity of the sensations that you're feeling. And what this feeling of discomfort does is it validates that initial fear that birth is hard, birth is painful, and that's when it becomes a cycle because the next contraction rolls in and you tense again. Baby moving against hard muscle is not going to feel good. Your contractions are not going to be as effective, which is more likely to then draw labour out. And again, all of this realises that initial fear and the cycle continues. So this is why one of the goals of hypnobirthing is to try and build a really strong positive mindset around birth to try and minimize any fear that you may have. We really want to reduce this fear and any uncertainty as much as possible to really give your body a better chance of working without the scaredy cat side of your nervous system interfering. And you probably notice that I'm using language like the intensity of labor or your comfort levels or the sensations of labor as opposed to directly using the word pain. And I do this in part because the word pain is predominantly perceived by people as a negative thing. It has connotations of suffering. And a lot of people who are preparing for birth with hypnobirthing, they're really trying hard to overcome a mindset that's entrenched in negativity. Now, I'm not sitting here all toxic positivity, promising a pain-free birth with hip, with hypnobirthing and if you only work hard enough, that's that's not what I'm saying. What I want to do is to try and help you reframe the idea of birth as being inherently painful and something that you have to suffer through because it just doesn't need to be that way. Not everyone describes their labour and birth as painful. Quite often people, especially people who have used hypnobirthing techniques to prepare for birth. They'll use words like pressure, intensity, tightening, heaviness, tingling, stretching, release. When I was at the pushing stage of my labour, the only word I could use to describe it was down. But if I'm telling you to expect certain levels of pain at certain points, then your brain is just going to be on the lookout for pain. And different people will experience the various stages of labour differently. It's just not accurate to describe the sensations of labour as beginning as period cramps and then increasing in pain until your baby is born. And I think quite a lot of the time that's what people are led to believe. In the dilating and pushing stages of labour, your body is doing two completely different jobs, using different muscles and as such, they're going to feel different to each other. And this this point was reinforced to me recently with a group that I was teaching. We were discussing waters breaking, both spontaneously or artificially, so having your waters broken for you. And a mum in the group shared her experience with her first birth. So she had her waters broken and she was talking about how This felt really, really good to her. You know, it was a huge release, relieving a lot of pressure that she'd been feeling in her pelvis. And I then shared my experience from my labour, which was entirely opposite. So my waters popped spontaneously and I felt a real increase in the pressure at this point. And that was probably the most uncomfortable point of my labour. And I'm sharing this to highlight for you that two people can experience what looks like a similar experience but which physically feels very very different and I also wanted to point this out as well because I think quite often people think that the and I've got this in quotes the natural way is the best or the most comfortable way and actually and that that should be what they strive for in all situations but actually So my client, she was really in tune with her body, chose to have her waters broken and that brought her a huge relief and it was absolutely the right decision for her to make. So I really want you to approach birth with an open mind. Be curious about how it might feel to you and how you can support yourself rather than going into it expecting nothing but variations of pain. And When it comes to thinking about how birth is going to feel in your body, I really like to relate it to the effort of exercising. For example, if you are working out, like really exercising your body hard, is it pain-free? Probably not. But are you afraid of that pain? The pain that you feel working out? No. In exercise, a lot of people will seek out pain. You know, there's that mantra, feel the burn people thrive off the buzz of exercising and it's really celebrated and birth is essentially just a super intense workout for your uterus. It's a muscle doing the job it was meant to do. Yes, it's a marathon but it was built to do it and there's a general consensus that discomfort during exercise has a purpose and is a sign of growth and change as opposed to suffering. Whereas The mindset almost seems to be the opposite for birth, where any pain felt during birth is seen as a sign of suffering. And that's something that we're going to work on with our mindset tools. So I'm going to introduce you to five really easy tools that you can start using from today, at home, totally free, using only the power of the internet to assist you. Um, So number one and two, a double whammy to kick us off. That's to watch videos and to read stories of positive birth experiences. And I would really recommend that you look at a wide variety of different kinds of births for these. So watching videos of birth allows you to see and hear what real birth sounds like. Something most of us have very little experience of because movies and One Born Every Minute, they only show the drama. That's what keeps people tuning in the blue lights and emergencies. Um... Real life birth is generally pretty boring. (laughs) Um, So videos also allow you to see the ebb and flow of labour. Notice the periods of rest, how the labouring person is supported by their birth partner. And stories can have a really profound effect on your subconscious. And I touched on this a bit in episode one, but just to recap, stories allow our brains to imagine a scenario and to see how it could be a possibility for us. The closer your connection to the person telling the story, the stronger the impact it's going to have. Stories are also really great, as they usually give you an insight into the person giving birth's state of mind and their decision-making in the moment. The third mindset tool is affirmations, and these are one of my favourite hypnobirthing tools and something that I often still use in my day-to-day life. They are super simple and super effective, but one that people can quite often be really sceptical of because we're really not used to speaking nicely to ourselves. So I want you to think of affirmations as just simply cheerleading for yourself. They can be statements you say out loud, that you listen to, that you read or write or combination of these things. I love using affirmations with my little girl. So she's three um, and I'll We'll quite often, like, get in front of the mirror or I'll stand face to face with her and we'll do. I am strong. I am clever. I am funny. Um, And I actually caught her doing it with the dog recently. Uh, We've got a little black spaniel. And she was in his bed with him, stroking his head, saying, Let's do your affirmations, biscuit. I am Haiti. I am a good boy. Um, it was very cute. Maybe you had to be there, but I thought it was very cute. And look out for episode five, where we're going to be looking at the science behind affirmations and how they actually do work to change the way that your brain thinks. Number four is listening to hypnobirthing tracks like guided relaxations or visualizations. And what these do is they feed your brain positive messages about birth even if you fall asleep listening to them, don't worry, your brain is still taking in all of that information. Visualizations can also help you to almost rehearse birth, a practice run for your brain to help keep it calm when the real deal begins. And again, as with affirmations, I'm going to be explaining the science behind how these can actually work in episode five. And if guided relaxations aren't something that you've used before, I've got a wee bonus for you. I have written and recorded a short guided relaxation focusing on recognizing any fear, anxiety, or maybe even just some uncertainties that you might have around birth. And I've released that track alongside this episode so you can try out hypnobirthing tracks without having to look too far. The aim of this track is to begin to work on letting go of any negative thoughts that aren't serving your intentions for birth and trying to replace them with more positive messaging. It's only about 15 minutes long, so it's an ideal listen as you're drifting off to sleep. And remember, it doesn't matter if you doze off because your brain is still listening. And finally, my number five mindset tool, and this can be done in a number of ways, but it's to build your knowledge and understanding of the physiology of birth, how birth actually works, appreciating how your body is designed to give birth. I think that's really fundamental in your feeling confident in your ability to do it. We want to remove as many of the unknowns as possible so that you can feel in control, informed, and confident in your decision making. You can boost your birth knowledge by reading books, listening to podcasts like this one, and I've also popped a few of my favourite birthday podcasts in the show notes, so check those out. Uh, You could do an antenatal class where there's a real strong focus on not only how birth works, but also your rights, your options for interventions, pain relief, distraction techniques, induction, cesarean, so that again, we can just try to remove as many unknowns as possible. In episode three, we're going to be working on building your knowledge further And I'm going to take you through five of the main hormones that work to make birth happen. We're going to look at the different roles they have and how they interact with each other. And this is actually one of my favourite bits of my full course. I really think it makes the whole process of birth just all click together. Quite often when I'm working with people who've given birth before, they'll have multiple light bulb moments when we go through hormones. Usually, thinking about how their previous birth environments just weren't supportive of their hormones. So that's next week and I will catch up with you then. Let me know if you give that guided relaxation a listen and how you get on with it. So you can do that by dropping me a DM on Instagram. You'll find me at Birthing Parents Club. Super easy. So thanks for listening and I will be back with you next week. Bye pals. Have a lovely weekend thanks so much for listening to this episode of the hypno what podcast don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and you can find out more about what i'm up to by heading to birthingparentsclub.com see you next time